Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com. Well, we get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. And over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com. The way tire buying should be. Um, boy, I love it. Hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love... Love, love, love uh, that I read the Tire Rack read and I got a text. My guy, Steven at Tire Rack, he's supposed to come through for me today. My mom has a, a 2015 Honda Accord, the Touring Edition, and we need some new tires. So um, I can't wait because the, the way they do it, I mean, she's going to be blown away. Okay, right? Like, she's an old lady. She's concerned about her tires. I, I was like, how many miles are you driven on it? But she drives slow, right? So we're going to uh, switch those out really, really soon. Thanks to my guy, Steven, at uh, 
at TireRack.com. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Go to multi-policy discount by combining your RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save Progressive.com. I guess here's the question. All right. I understand Denver's gripe over everybody talking about the Lakers. And I would even understand if the Heat, they're like, look, dude, we've been the NBA Finals. We got the Heat culture thing. We've won championships. We were the one seed last year. But can we be honest? The teams down three games to none are more the story. And 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 why is it? They were both favored. And they, they have a combined, what, 34 NBA championships? So we, we have to be... F- realistic and fair. Uh, yeah, I get, you know, if you want to get your feelings in the, why are you talking about the Nuggets? Because nobody watches the Nuggets play. They just don't. For whatever reason, Mountain Time Zone is the forgotten time zone. I mean, I'm sure the fewest people in the country live in the Mountain Time Zone. Maybe that's a good portion of it, right? And Phoenix is only in the Mountain Time Zone part of the time, so you'll lose... That, in terms of mountain time zone, you know, because they don't do the uh, daylight savings time. Like, we're just not doing it. We're not doing it. We're Phoenix. But the story is the other teams. Because the Celtics, it felt like they quit. Didn't it? Then you got the whole thing with Joe Mazzula, where a couple nights ago, he, he, he said, like, we were prepared. They just play, outplayed us in one quarter. Last night, he said this. I just didn't have them ready to play. I just didn't didn't have the execute the proper game plan. I didn't put them in the right mentality to be ready. And, you know, it's my job to make sure that they're connected uh, and that they're ready to play, and I didn't do that. So getting your team ready to play, playing at that magic level, and he's right. In game two, it wasn't that they weren't ready to play. It's that coming out of halftime, they got mollywhomped, and so whatever they whatever was in the orange wedges at halftime worked out for the heat. Uh, I also think there's a little of Sean McVay to it where saying it's the players, saying it's himself, not the players, never laying blame on the players. But behind the scenes, I'm guessing that the finger pointing is is different. Did you see this from Magic Johnson? Now, part of it is Magic Johnson usually has the most um, obvious tweets ever. Obvious tweets ever. Like, Magic Johnson, if he was tweeting about the Doug Gottlieb show right now, would say, it's May 22nd at 12.05, and Doug Gottlieb is likely talking about the NBA playoffs because that's what he does, right? That's a Magic Johnson sort of tweet. They're just basic and obvious and, and kind of lame. And especially when you try and convince somebody, it's like, look, I don't think yesterday I was uh, coaching a basketball game and an officials came up to me. He's like, I would have thought you were a much bigger jerk based upon Twitter. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I've been a jerk. I didn't say a word to you the whole game. Like, oh, I know. I know. It's just like, you know, you read somebody's Twitter account. If you try and tell a 25 year old that Magic Johnson was once not only the best player in the NBA, one of the greatest players ever, but one of the most dynamic personalities in the NBA. And they follow him on Twitter like, no way. So Magic Johnson said this on Twitter, I think earlier today. 
Uh, in my 44 years of being associated with the NBA, I never thought I'd see a Boston Celtics team, a franchise with 17 championships, quit. I know the Celtics fans all over the world must be disgusted and devastated. The Miami Heat blew them out 128-102 in Game 3. Now, the thing he didn't need, he didn't need the score and the game. We all have phones, Magic, we're aware. But the point is that Magic ne- very, very rarely seems critical. And I understand it's the Celtics and, uh, you know, old habits die hard. You want to kind of dance on the grave of the Celtics. But when it's that obvious, when Captain Obvious tweets something obvious that your team quit, now you have a problem. Anyone can lose. You lose. You miss shots you should make. You make it. There's a call here, a play there. Somebody's sick. You turn an ankle. You can lose the game. But when Magic Johnson, uh, uh, you know, yes, he's obvious with his tweets. But when Captain Obvious says, hey, it's obvious that you quit, that's a that's an issue. I mean, take a listen. This is Charles Barkley. He's talking with Gabe Vincent of UC Santa Barbara, right? Go Gauchos. Here's uh, Charles Barkley after the game. Closeout game, in, in my little experience in the playoffs, has always been the most difficult. So regardless, whether we're at home or on the road, it's going to be a battle. You know, they're a really good team. They're a well-coached team. They got stars. They're not going to lay down. So, you know, we got to come in and handle business on Tuesday. Yeah, clearly you didn't watch the game tonight. Well-coached and don't lay down. Hey, go look at the tape again. Here's Eddie House, who, of course, joins us sometimes in the show. He works for NBC Sports Boston. I feel like the Celtics have quit on their coach. Mm. Let's call it what we really see. I feel that those guys out there don't believe in what their coach is doing. We've seen that done in many other places. I don't believe that they really believe in Joe Mazzulla. I, I just feel that because if you believe in whoever is out there's the, the leader of your team, whether it be a coach, that message is passed down through the superstars lackluster efforts, not getting out on in transition, not getting back in transition defense. To me, it looks like a team that's already defeated. So, I, I man, I hate to say like this, but, you know, at the end of the day, I wouldn't be surprised if we go in and lay another egg because we've been laying them, you know, this whole series. Here's Jason Tatum had an exchange about the fans thinking they quit on this in the, in the game. We just got to gotta be connected more, I think. You know, <laughs> I deleted Twitter um, from my phone to start the playoffs. So, honestly, I haven't seen anything good, bad, or indifferent. I'm, you know, I'm certain after every game you win, you're the best player and the best team. And, you know, when you lose, you're not the star and the team's not good enough. So, uh, I'm certain there would be some of that. Um, but, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Because that's not what's important. What's important is, you know, the guys in the locker room, teammates, coaches, and, uh, you know, we all in this together just trying to figure it out. I'll say this about Missoula. So I, I know Joe a little bit, and everyone I know who knows him thinks he's awesome. But you can be awesome and not be the right fit for the right team at the right time. And And something else to keep in mind uh, there was a at least some level of internal push from some to have Damon Stoudemire be the coach when Ime uh, was at first suspended and then ultimately fired, and Missoula was named the interim head coach. 
So Damon was still on the staff, but he left in March to become the head coach at Georgia Tech. So look at that staff now. Aaron Miles is a young guy, uh, obviously played at Kansas, played a little in the NBA. He was a skill development guy with the Golden State Warriors, and now he's front of the bench. They don't have... You lose Ime last year, who was a grinder, made it to playing in the league, and he had Damon on the bench, in front of the bench. Like, you go from two former players to a lot of guys that didn't play in the NBA, regardless of how smart, competent, good you are, there's just, I, it does feel like, and I think this is one reason that Brad kicked himself upstairs, was Brad wasn't jibing or, you know, he's, and I think Brad's really good, and most guys really like him, really relate to him. Tatum... And Brown, not so much. And if you remember, Tatum and Brown, they weren't in college when Brad was at Butler. Maybe when they were, you know, growing up, obviously. But there's not necessarily as much sweat equity with younger guys, even though, of course, Brad took them to a conference finals. This team has tuned out their coach. And I actually think it's worse than we could have imagined because of what Joe Missoula said. You're like, what are you talking about? Joe Missoula took all the blame, took put none of it on the players, which likely means behind the scenes, it, it, it's a player problem. And now the players are talking about connectivity. That's a communication problem. That's cohesion. That's a coach and that's a coach problem. Coach and player problem. They're a mess, an absolute mess. I just learned to discover credit cards does something pretty awesome at the end of your first year. They automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. Cash back on trips, restaurants, all doubled. Seriously, though, see terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Coming to the Doug Gottlieb Show live from the Tyrac. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dan. I wanted to clarify something with the time zones. So Arizona is always on mountain standard time. What ends up happening is us in the uh, Pacific time zone, we switch from Pacific Standard Time to Pacific Daylight Time. And Pacific Daylight and Mountain Standard are the same time. It's just Arizona does not ever change. So they are not never on Daylight Time. They are always on Mountain Time, but it's just always Mountain Standard Time. That was confusing. I thought I clarified it pretty well. No, you clarified. I had no idea that Pacific Standard and Pacific Daylight Time, it actually changed that second letter. I didn't even know. Yeah, so PDT is Pacific Daylight, just like oh. EDT, and then yeah. there's EST. And it is top 10 of my pet peeves. It may be 8th or ninth, but when people use the EST or the EDT wrong in Standard or Daylight Time. Right now, because we've changed our clocks, yeah. we are in Daylight, just like the East Coast is in Eastern Daylight, so EDT is good to use. But in the winter, EST is what we would use, and we would use PST out here. In Arizona, they just always use MST because they are always Mountain Standard Time. I just learned something new. I was today years old when I learned about the D instead of the S and what it actually meant. Jay Stu, did you know that? I knew a version of that. In other words, I, I, I wouldn't be able to articulate it as good as Dan, but I'm, I'm aware of what he's talking about. Yep. Ramos, did you have any idea? That's affirmative. You did? Yes. Yeah, I knew that because my... Uh, my family lives in Colorado, my, my mom's yeah. family. 
So, what do you mean, here we go? <laughs> Wait, did you know, did you know that... I mean, did, I, didn't, I did, could did, explain did you know, it as well on, as Dan. You, this is what I'm asking. Did you guys know that it actually changed from PST to PDT? Yes. Did, yes. You did? Yep. I had no idea. I hadn't. I had most I, people let that go. Like if you're if you're in business and you just be, and you put PST down, it takes a real jerk to be like, you mean PDT? Like, <laughs> it does. It's the same. Frick, it's the same freaking time. Uh, I try to hold back from it. You have uh, Jay Stu. Do you have any pet peeves that 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 people say or do? I, I have an easy one. I hate when people say we was. And here's another one. There's a couple other ones. Uh, when they say that's a tough road to hoe, you cannot hoe a road. I mean, maybe you can if you have superhuman strength. You hoe a row. You hoe a row. Oh, here's another one. Uh, this this is one buyer. Maybe you can get into. Um. Uh, what was it? Uh, Oh gosh, golly! Now I'm, I'm blanking. I, I talk. I have about this, this huge pet peeve when people forget. No, what they're it's about a, to yeah, say. when people forget their pet peeves. That's a pet peeve. <laughs> Very good one. I oh, when they say, "I could care less." Ah, yes. It's I couldn't care less. Whatever the smallest amount of caring is, there is no less there that I could. That I do not because I couldn't care less is I do not care. If you say I I could care less, that's saying I care. You should follow up. Well, how much could you care less then if you could? Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on... 
the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. As summer approaches, boost your own game with Chuck, the reigning champion of natural men's health, Max Max out your testosterone, energy, focus with Chalk's Male Vitality Stack. Visit choq.com. Use the code Doug for 35% off any subscription for life. It's Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Carmelo Anthony retired today. This is from his retirement announcement, which he put out on social media. Future holds for me. When people ask what I believe my legacy is, it's not my feats on the court that come to mind, nor the awards or praise, because my story has always been more than basketball. My legacy, my son, is in you. I will forever continue through you, because the time has come for you to carry this torch. Um, I like it, but I mean, it does seem like a lot of, lot of, lot of pressure on his son, who's uh, gonna sw- apparently going to switch schools. Uh, in New York from Christ the King to Long Island Lutheran. Uh, nonetheless, Carmel Anthony, what'll be, he, what, how should he be remembered? He's a great score. Uh, there, was a, there was a portion of time there, 2010 until probably 2013, you know, where he was the best scorer in the league. Uh, maybe even go to, he led the league in scoring 2006, 2007. Like, you know, he was 28 a game for a good five, six, seven years. And, what's called a three-level score at the rim in the mid-range. He could post up, score in the mid-range, and he steadily improved. It had some years where he shot the ball very well from three, and then late in his career, uh, he be, just became a spot-up spot, spot up three-point shooter after being out of the league. All right, that was a – he got cut in Houston in 2019, and he was out of the league for the rest of the year, came back with Portland and kind of changed his game and just hyper-focused on his shooting. But – most dudes in the league like Carmelo. Um, it's weird what an NCAA championship can do in terms of never challenging whether or not you're a winning player because you won six games in college. But man, what a score. A, a, a scoring machine. And yes, I think he's the all-time leading scorer in the Olympics, but again, that's just a product of... He was never the best player on the Olympic team. He was never the best player in the NBA. He's never... He's not hardened defensively in terms of not caring at all, but never been a good defender. And then the game kind of evolved out of him. Right? Uh, because so much of what he did was in the mid-range in the post, and that's not how they play now. 
Let's welcome him in. Of course, uh, you see him daily on Speak on Fox Sports 1. You should read his work at foxsports.com. He's the one and only Rick Buecher who he's covered the NBA for a long, long time. Got great insight, thoughts, analysis on it for us. Uh, Buecher, let, let's start with, with, with last night. What has happened to the Boston Celtics? Uh, they ran into the wrong team at the wrong time, and I would say they've been exposed. Uh, I know Joe Mazzulla is catching a lot of grief, and I'm not saying that he's uh, he should be absolved, but uh, it, it got me to start looking back at last year's playoff, uh, playoff run, and I feel as if we've seen a lot of the same issues come up and and the thought was that the loss to the Warriors was going to galvanize them that it was going to motivate them that they were going to take a different approach and uh, ultimately what we've seen through these playoffs is is that hasn't happened they still at their core uh, if your best players aren't your leaders you're always going to be vulnerable to up and down performances and that's what we're seeing. I, I don't know that I would look at Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown as the leaders of this team, and yet that is how they are presented. That's how, for the most part, their system runs, and uh, it's going to leave you vulnerable, and that's where we're seeing a team that is built the exact opposite taking advantage of that. Um, what do they change in the like, – is Joe Mazzulla's job in jeopardy? I would have to think on some level it is, but I don't know that it's an automatic the way people are presuming that it is. Um, I would say that uh, that it's something that certainly is going to be discussed during the offseason. I don't know that Fred Stevens is going to be quick to make that change, being a former coach and looking at some of the other issues that they have. I, for me, it's, You've got to break up the Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum tandem. Um, you, you, you've got to change that dynamic because that's at the heart of your team. And I get that uh, that they're young and that LeBron, Michael, etc., all you know didn't win championships until they were 27. And yes, they've already been to the finals. But there are elements there that I can't ignore that I don't know that they're going to outgrow just as they get older. I think it is who they are. And I think part of the issue is the dynamic between those two. Um, I said it, said it earlier, like I think they're too friendly. I don't think that they're, I don't think they push each other to the level that is necessary. I don't think they're capable of having the hard conversations necessary to say, dude, you can't play like this. You can't be like this. Uh, if we're going to win. And then on the other side, you get the heat. I mean, dude, Gabe Vincent. It just, it really is amazing the the personnel they're using to have this sort yep. of run. I, I'm, I'm a thousand percent with you. And people are out there, like when you, when you mentioned that they have seven undrafted players, uh, that, you know, people shouldn't bring that up anymore. That's an insult to them. No, it's not. It, it, it is the, highest form of compliment I could give anybody, much like someone who's a walk-on uh, in college. Sure. And they end up earning a, earning a scholarship. Like, it's no. You have to earn every single thing that you got. And I would say that that's part of 
if I look at the, the two teams that we that are up 3-0, like that, that's the one common denominator that they have, one uh, or one of several. They have very demanding coaches. They have coaches that are backed up by their front office in terms of this is how we're going to play, and we're holding everybody accountable to the same thing. And they have legions of players who have been discounted elsewhere, whether it's Nikola Jokic being a second-round pick, Jamal Murray, uh, the the bubble performance being uh, dismissed, Aaron Gordon. Uh, You can go down the line. Michael Porter Jr., I would say the same for the Miami Heat. Um, Even Jimmy Butler uh, was not considered to be this kind of guy. And that, along with the continuity to me, is making the difference. I'm... And if I look at the last five, six years, I could say that about every single team that's won a championship. There's a team that was discounted in some way, shape, or form. It's the absolute DNA of the Golden State Warriors, for those who may be coming to the party late and not realizing you know, where, with how they were formed and what they were when they started. And even going into the finals last year, they weren't supposed to be the better team. We were already anointing the Boston Celtics. I feel like we've done – Way too much of that with young talent, where it's, oh, it's just a matter of how many, you know, that they're going to win championships and how many championships they're going to win. And I can't help but feel that that, on some level, undermines the the need to prove it before you're awarded it. Rick Buecher joining us. Let's get to the, the, the Nuggets-Lakers series. Mm-hmm. Um, biggest issue you think the, that has been exposed in the Lakers in this series? Oh, <laughs> um, uh, LeBron's old. <laughs> I mean, he's old. He, the numbers have looked good, but like the idea that he was going to carry you someplace, I, um, you know, I went back and I looked at, at first of all, they were 13. In, in the Western Conference with him. And then they remade the team. And that team, without LeBron, went from 12th into the play-in, went to ninth. And so the importance of LeBron or Le- LeBron's impact on this team overall, I, look, he's 38 years old. I give him all the credit in the world. I think the Lakers have overachieved. I think that he has overachieved this season. If you're talking about going up against two-time MVP and a team that was in the conference finals just a couple of years ago and has uh, retained their stars and added key pieces, a number of key pieces, and they're all in their prime. So you're going up against an Anthony Davis who – I don't, you know, maybe still on the edge of his prime. Um, LeBron's certainly not in his prime, and a bunch of mix and match contributing players who are who are one way players. So uh, there's a number of things that they exposed, but I would say at the heart of it is is that like LeBron James ain't that guy anymore, and that's okay. You wouldn't expect him to be, but like there's still people out there that would try to convince you that he is. No, no question. A, a couple that work for Fox Sports One that that would try and convince you that that he is, and he, and he's not, and it's trying really hard, trying really hard, <laughs> trying really, 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 really hard. Um, 
what do they do to try and fix it? Oh, I don't know what the – honestly, because you're not going to move LeBron. I said it when they signed him. Like, you, you gave him the Kobe Bryant deal. He's going to sell tickets. He's going to, like – he's going to continue to be an attraction. But paying him a lot of money, and I don't know that he can live up to that contract from a playing standpoint – at this point, as a box office draw, without question. Um, so, do you move Anthony Davis? I mean, Anthony Davis has been really valuable. That's the, that's the only piece that you can really move. I, I, you're going to overpay to keep Austin Reeves if you can. Um, you got a bunch of other free agents. I mean, I, there was a point at which I was looking at this. In fact, this is a story that I'm, I'm, I want to write for Fox Sports, which is like if you're the Lakers and you see the run you made since you made all these changes, do you just try to hold together as many of the pieces as you can and run it back and think with a full season, maybe we can be a little bit better? Or do you say, no. look, we got the best out of this, and we got you know, we, we, we to go back to the drawing board? And I would, well, I would expect that it's going to be, you, you, you're going to have to make some significant changes. But I'll, I'll be interested to see. Right. I mean, like, look, I, I think... It's interesting, you know, there's talk about, hey, do we bring Kyrie in now because D'Angelo, the real yeah. D'Angelo Russell has been exposed. Right. But Kyrie and D'Angelo Russell, um, obviously Kyrie a better player and at a higher level, but right. it, it was similar where when they were traded for, oh, you got to re-sign these guys to validate the trade. And that does not yep. seem like it would be, it would be smart. Um, would Kyrie, Austin Reeves, does that make sense? Um, no, because you're going to be you're going to be compromised defensively in a major way. I, yes. I look, and, I, and, I, and I, you're going to have LeBron. You have to play him. And you're going to be compromised defensively. A hundred percent. Like the, the idea that you're going to build a championship team out of what you have, I, I just I don't see how you get there. And it starts with you got a 38 going on 39 LeBron James. It's not unlike looking at Chris Paul with the Phoenix Suns and expecting him to still be a core reason why you're going to advance and play for a championship. It, look, it's, it's, not a, it's not a diss to either one of those guys. It's, it's, you get to a certain point where age-wise, you're playing against guys that are 10 years younger coming into their prime, and you have a certain advantage because of your experience Um and your understanding of the game and maybe, you know, just that kind of a little bit of an intimidation factor. But that 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 lasts until they blow by you and go, oh, that, he's not the same guy. Yeah. Um, why do the Nuggets keep playing the underdog? I know they actually were the underdog, but and they're still oh. underdog tonight. Why do they keep yeah. playing this underdog card? Why not? Because it keeps everybody's foot on the pedal. I, I mean, I love I, I, Mike Malone. I mean, first of all, there's a certain degree of it that is true, right? You get the number one seed. Um, they dispatch the Phoenix Suns and the, the gentleman sweep on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, they've demonstrated, like, they, they had all the pieces in the matchup against the Lakers where if you just stepped back and looked at it, you'd go, wait a minute. Like, they got better perimeter shooters. They got more two-way players coming off the bench. 
They've got uh, a bigger uh, defensive guy, to, two defensive guys to put on LeBron with, with Aaron Gordon and Jeff Green. Like, and people are still going, yeah, you know what? Uh, the, the Lakers, Lakers got him. <laughs> I mean, Mike Malone, I'd be beating that drum. He's going to have a harder time in the, in the finals, presuming they get there and they're against the Miami Heat. He's going to have a harder time beating that drum than we're the, than we're the underdogs. But it has been the fuel that has resulted in them not letting up. Game three was a perfect time for them to let up. And yet it was the Lakers who didn't come correct. So I, I, I think it's part of their formula, and I would ride that thing as long as I could. Buke, you're the best, man. Uh, love your work. Thanks for joining us. You got it, Doug. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection one place. Bundle and save. Progressive. Dot com. Let's get to a game with Dan Byer. This Bye. is game Bye. time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Hello, hello, Dan Boyer. How are you? Hey, Doug. Don Boyer. The game today is... Big deal, little deal, no deal. Variety of topics to talk about. We start in the NBA. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that we could have almost a week and a half between the end of the conference finals and the NBA finals. It's a big deal. I mean, look, there's already going to be a lack of buzz. You know? Who's in the NBA finals? The Nuggets? (laughs) And the Heat? Sure. Uh, When? It's in a week and a half. Really? It feels like a big deal. Does it to you? Yes, because like, I think it, that it, it, go, uh, go ahead. I'm a, sorry. A finals I didn't yeah. that um, is probably not going to grab a lot of attention uh, would need to carry some momentum into the finals. Well, the, the thing that's crazy is if there were if it was Lakers Celtics and you have a week and a half, it might actually help the build up. Like, man, this is going to be good. Lakers Celtics. But. Uh, heat nuggets. It's like, wow. I completely forgot basketball was going to be on again. I've kind of moved on. So, you know, you got Indy 500, right? It's Memorial day weekend. Yep. Um, what are the, we already had the Preakness. So the Belmont's coming up in a couple of weeks. Yep. On Fox, by the way, um, June 10th. So I'm trying to think what else would divert our attention. I know the the Open Championships coming up as well. Or is that in July? That's in July. Okay. U.S. Opens mid June. Yeah. So yeah, you so, got baseball and you got the Stanley Cup playoffs that are going on. Yeah, I just I, it's just a long time. It feels like a big deal. It's a long time when there's not a lot of hype for the series. And on, on my Sunday morning show that I do with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. I loathe the ratings talk, Doug. I just, I feel, I almost feel like we just have to be like, we don't care, but I don't know if you can say that. I was just, you You say you don't care. I don't care. But but there is a reality to it, which is not a lot of people are going to watch that series. Big deal. Yeah. Big deal, little deal or no deal that Steve Nash has spoken with the Raptors about their head coaching vacancy. I think it's a little deal and here's why. I I know he's Canadian, so maybe that helps, right? Um, And he has coached before. And he was a great player. And I don't think he was as, I don't think he was a terrible coach. I think it was a bad fit and a bad mix at that time. That said, like, they've talked to everybody. Literally everybody. Like, I heard last week I got a text from Buddy. Hey, you know they're negotiating with J.J. Redick. That deal is done. Like, they've talked to everybody. So I think it's a little deal because in the context of the Raptors' job, it's not like he's one of two. It's like, well, it's either Steve Nash or pick coach. 
No, he, he's talked to him. Talked to a lot of people. They also spoke with another Canadian, Celine Dion, uh, also yes. interviewed. Uh, yeah. When told that she would not get the job, she said, my heart will go on. Oh. So, <laughs> Big deal, little deal, or no deal that the NFL has adjusted the third quarterback rule, allowing an inactive quarterback to be suited up and available for emergency situations. And I was like, okay, fine, sure, now, now, we would have gone to the Super Bowl. Maybe not. But anyway, uh, it's a big deal. So he can suit up, but still be an emergency use quarterback. So, yeah, and this is the interesting part of it of last year when this happened to the 49ers. What people failed to realize was that Jimmy Garoppolo, remember his status was yeah, up in like the air? Yeah, he was one week away. People thought he'd be ready for the Super Bowl. He would have had to have been the emergency quarterback in that so situation. Yeah. Yeah, like so. That's the 49ers could have just pl- placed him on IR, and his season would have been done. But they had hopes that maybe he would return at some point, or because he was on their game inactive list for that game against the Eagles, which, by the way, is going to be um, part of the rule. The, the quarterback cannot be on the practice squad in this new rule. Will have to be a part of the 53 man roster to be uh to allow to be inactive on game days where they only suit up 46 but that's uh but the 49ers weren't completely innocent of their you know wrongdoings if their two quarterbacks got hurt they were going to be screwed regardless sure all right big deal little deal or no deal Doug that Brooks Kepka won the PGA championship uh I mean feels like a big deal as he's here's a guy who's now he's just stacking majors and he feels kind of back Plus, he's a live golf guy, uh, and he's he sort of feels like a little bit of a divisive guy, a little bit a divisive guy, like a divider. Um, yeah, I think it's a big deal. You know, we, we need we need a villain. Brooks Brooks Kepka can play the villain, but now we need a hero as well. That we don't really have. All right, finally, big deal, little deal, or no deal that I lost my wedding ring on Friday. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Well, potentially very big deal. <laughs> this is the first wedding ring you've lost. Yes. Okay. I feel awful about Did it. Did you as call well. the strip club back or what happened? <laughs> I I took it off. I don't like to swing the golf club with my wedding ring on, and I put it in my Especially pocket. Especially when the cart girl comes up. Yeah, instead of my uh, golf bag, and then I didn't realize it until Saturday morning. Yeah, I'll bet it's still in the golf bag. I don't know. It was in my pocket. I usually put it in the golf bag, but can't I'll, find I'll it bet yet. It's, I'll bet it's somewhere deep buried in there. All right. Um, it's no deal. We know you're a perfect husband. Yeah, like, let's be thanks. honest. You, you got you got sweat equity. Coming good. up with the Doug Gottlieb Show live from the Tyrite.com studios. What do we expect from Game Four of the Lakers Nuggets? I'll tell you next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming. And his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.